0: Hello, this is Angela Shavers, the host of Your Story Matters radio show. Today we are interviewing Ryan Hamner, and he is a musician, a cancer survivor, and a successful entrepreneur, and he is here today to share his story about how his dreams have come true. Hi, Ryan. Welcome to the show.
1: Hey there. Thanks for having me.
0: So tell our listeners a little bit about your history Let's go back a little bit to maybe how you grew up, and you know what instilled some of your love for music and your desire to be a musician; those types of things.
1: Okay, uh, well, uh, growing up, um, basically, I was uh, in and out of hospitals. Um, you know, I, I had my first diagnosis of Hodgkins when I was uh, around five years old, and then, of course, you know, my last diagnosis was when I was twenty-one. Um, so, you know, I did the whole chemo radiation thing growing up and, you know, an infection here and there from, um, treatment and that kind of thing. Um, and then I started, when I got into the music was actually when I was around, uh, 13 or 14 years old, you know, my dad played guitar and there was a kid up the street that played electric guitar that I thought was uh, really, really cool and, Mm -hmm. um, being around both of them, they kind of got me into playing and I can remember the the first song I wrote was when I was 16 years old mm-hmm. um, and then later my grandfather died and I wrote another song and it's kind of um, neat that that song actually made it to a record because usually your earlier songs aren't so great but mm-hmm. um, that song so soon I actually made it to my EP and then you know to my first record mm-hmm. uh, which was Out on a major label. So um, that was really cool. And um, I did a lot of uh, music uh, writing and recording when I was sick and going through my bone marrow transplant in 97, 98. So, um, and it kind of helped me just, uh, you know, not go absolutely crazy because, Mm -hmm. you know, you you couldn't get outside much, you know, with low white blood cell count and that Mm -hmm. kind of
0: thing. Mm -hmm. So it was really.
1: So it really helped me out a lot in that department.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, tell us a little bit about being a child and going through cancer all those years, and how that affected, you know, the normal day to day life of a child and in your family life and those types of things. and And how did you sustain yourself through that? What was it that helped you to get through that, other than you know the music later on?
1: Um, well, you know, it was so early on that I had problems. I actually. You know, had Hodgkin's um, undiagnosed at three years old and went misdiagnosed for about two years and, um, you know, then I got diagnosed around the age of five and started getting radiation Um, and then, uh, I guess it was a few years later, I had another occurrence and that's when I had radiation and chemo. So, it was just basically all off and on up until high school is when I first really was kind of, didn't have any major, major problems. I still had, you know, lingering effects from treatment and then just, you know, the kind of stuff that goes along with affecting you emotionally after you go through that much treatment and Mm -hmm. stuff and just not feeling good. Um, And then that was when I started, I picked up the music.
0: But when you were younger, what do you think it was that helped you get through, you know, all those challenges? And obviously it was painful and it was difficult being a normal child, so to speak. How did you oh deal yeah, with
1: yeah. That? I, I'm sorry. I think I was experiencing some uh, chemo brain here. Well, I had lots of hobbies, uh, you know, and I obviously had you know a good family to to help out and support me and that kind of thing. But um, the the um, I was into. Let's see. I, I remember taking some martial arts for a little while. Um, but a lot of things I would start, especially the physical hobbies, I'd have to quit because. Um, I'd either get sick again or it was just too much for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did a lot of drawing back when I was a kid, a lot of drawing. Uh, that was probably one of the things that helped me get through it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I always, of course, say, you know, um, you know, I have a relationship with God, so I always say that helped me get through it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, back as a kid, I, you know, it wasn't like it is now, but um, I definitely prayed a lot and I believed, and so I'd say that
0: helped also. Definitely. I totally relate to that. And so during those years, I mean, even up until this last bout, did you ever consider that your life may end? Did you fear death or or deal with facing that possibility?
1: That's what's so funny, and I don't know if it was just me being naive as a kid um, or what, but I never even, that thought never even crossed my mind. Um, And I actually thought of myself differently than you know the other kids I'd see in the chemo clinic, and one story about that is I remember there was a camp Sunshine um, at Henrietta Eggleston Hospital in Atlanta, or the um, Emory, it was Emory Children's Clinic or something like that back mm-hmm, then. Mm-hmm. And they had this camp for kids with cancer, and I was just always, you know, my mom would ask me, "Well, do you want to go this year?" Blah blah blah, and I just was like, "No, I'm not. I don't. You know, I'm not like that. I don't." Mm-hmm. And I just never saw myself like those other kids were. And, mm-hmm. um, but actually, the whole time, you know, I pretty much was. Mm-hmm. For, for some reason, I, I just didn't feel like it was. Mm-hmm. So.
0: And perhaps that was your way of dealing with your situation and really getting through it in a different way than some other people.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Mm-hmm. And that, you know, combined with that faith in God and knowing that you can pray and that your prayers will be heard can be pretty powerful stuff when you're a child, especially...
1: And also, it's when you get to be older and you realize what you're really up against sometimes, that, um, you know, you you have more, you get more fear. I mean, the fear is obviously learned, mm-hmm. and so when you learn what you're really dealing with as far as Hodgkin's and cancer and infections and that kind of thing, that's when you, you uh, start having your problems with, oh, what's going to happen to me mm-hmm. kind of thing, but... Right, you
0: still, as a child, have some sort of um innocence and a sense of being naive about the world, so to speak, yeah, definitely makes sense, so were you musically inclined at all as a child, or I mean because it sounds like you didn't really have formal musical training and you didn't really get into music that much in the early years. Is that true, or
1: Well, my dad played um when I was coming up, and he would play for me a lot when I was you know younger. And he played, you know, we had a piano and he had his guitars and a banjo and all of that. And um, when I finally decided I was going to learn, I just was really just, from that day on, I was all into playing guitar. And, um, you know, I got a chord book, you know, it's not like now where you have, you know, the internet and YouTube, and just go look at something and learn how to play it just mm-hmm. like that. I just had a chord book and one of my dad's um, nylon string guitars, and I just spent um, hours in my room just learning all the chords and just going over everything and just constantly practicing. I just really, really, really wanted to learn guitar. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, about a year or two later, I started singing. So, you know, I really haven't stopped pursuing it since the day I started. Mm
0: -hmm. That's awesome and what were some of your dreams as a child? What I mean we all have dreams when we're a kid thinking we're going to do this or that or be this or that. What were yours?
1: Um, Well I was just kind of honestly I was just kind of scatterbrained and all over the place when it it comes right down to it. I always had a feeling that I was just like you know I, I don't feel like I'm cut out to be just a indoors Company kind of person, and I hope mm-hmm. that doesn't come back and bite me in the butt later. But um, I just felt like I had more to offer than than that. Mm-hmm. And especially once I got older, I saw that um, you know with this past year, of the heart tour, I realized that you know what I can um, offer—not just by saying, "Hey, look what I can do," but I'm saying my story. You know, I can get out there, and I feel like I can get out there and help people and show people that, you know, you can get through this and Mm -hmm. overcome your illness, you know, go on to do what you want to do.
0: Mm -hmm. And dreams do come true. Oh, yes, definitely. So um, was that part of your vision and your dreams, if you will, that you would actually go on tour and that you would um, publish some of your music?
1: You know, that seemed so far from, it just didn't seem like anything even possible. So it really, I don't even think it really came into my head that that would happen. And... The first time I even got the idea that, you know, I might be able to do something was actually way later on in my music. It was when I was about 26 or seven, and, um, you know, I put out some little goofy record that I'd done at my house. And the only reason I even really started writing my own music again was because I was in a band and they put me out of the band and um, I was still playing. And that's when I really started writing again. I put one of my songs on one of these online radio stations, it went up to number one out of, it was, you know, there were a few thousand songs in there, and, um, I couldn't believe it, and that's when I was like, alright, I gotta get serious about this,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and
1: then just over, you know, time, one thing went for, to another, and just gradually, as time went by, you know, the, um, you know, I got songs licensed for TV, and of course had my first, um, record deal, and some of my songs getting airplay on the radio and that kind
0: of thing. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And so, all the songs you write and perform yourself?
1: Um, all the songs that are on my records, I've written all those myself. I have done some co-writes with some people, but none of those have been, you know, professionally recorded or anything like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Currently, I, you know, I, I do all my
0: um, own writing and everything. So, mm-hmm. and uh, you also play locally at different. Places or do concerts? Tell the audience everything that you do with the music.
1: Well, um, I, this summer I did what was called the Hear, Hear the Heart tour, and that was sponsored by um, a nonprofit organization called Hope Lab. Hope Lab puts out a video game called Remission, which is a uh, video game that's for young people with cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was actually on the in the focus group with that video game when they were, you know. First, putting it together and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
1: so, but anyway, they sponsored this tour. Now, instead of, you know, I came out on my new city and instead of doing the whole play at a bar, which um, uh, I kind of got sick of, we thought it'd be cool if I played at, um, you know, different hospitals and cancer mm-hmm. treatment centers and lodges and camps, mm-hmm. um, patients and their families. So they sponsored me and I went around to all over the South and Southeast to all these different places and played and it was uh, really cool.
0: Wow, that's awesome. I bet you had some amazing interactions with some of the patients and the people there.
1: Yeah, and um, actually, we're, you know, still July of this year was really the big year that we really just, you know, I was on the road a lot and um, sometimes playing twice a day. Mm-hmm. But um, I still book the shows. It's, you know, now it's kind of just turned into the Hear the Heart project. Um, I, I still, like I said, book other shows and, From that, I wrote the uh, song Remission, which is a song about, of course, you know, remission from, you know, diagnosis of your cancer Mm -hmm. to the people you meet and going through remission. And so um, I'm working with Hope Lab on that that song. Uh, We got some plans for um, using that with the second video game that they're releasing. Mm -hmm. so um that's pretty exciting
0: Mm -hmm. that's very exciting what an awesome thing to do i'm sure that there are many children out there that appreciate things like that that can help them through their situation And, and families too i mean obviously it affects it affects everybody
1: yeah definitely
0: and so during this time um your health has held up and you're doing well now
1: um well i've had um you know i've had my share of things i've had a fight with um you know, I've, I've had countless infections and uh, actually a heart problem. A lot, of, a lot of it was right after my transplant, a few years after my transplant. And mm-hmm. part of it was I didn't have a spleen. And then um, I think another part of it was actually my port that I had left in my chest.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but since that's been taken out, which was removed, it was removed in 2006. For the most part, I've been pretty good. Um, you know, I have some... You know, from radiation, I have, you know, of course, thyroid problems and some other problems that I have to take medicine for. and I have to be careful, you know, just because of my immune system and all that. Mm-hmm. But um, I would say I'm, you know, I'm doing pretty good. I work out and, you know, try to stay in shape
0: and that kind of thing. So. Mm-hmm. Do, what do you do, though, with those times when you're really not feeling well? or Or do you ever get down and feel like, you know what, this is just all too much?
1: Yeah, uh, that happens a lot, actually. And, um, you know, I try to, the biggest thing for me I've learned is just um, rest. If I can stay rested and, um, you know, eat right, I I take a lot of supplements and, uh, you know, like vitamins and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And if I do that, I'm usually okay, but when I start getting worn down, you know, that's when I'll, you know, get sick. And um, so I just try to stay on top of my rest Mm -hmm. so I'm I'm real active you know like I said I do the whole workout thing and um, I'm into martial arts so you know I'm I'm really physically active so
0: yeah and I know that that helps a lot with balancing that with getting enough rest and those types of things eating well things like that and that's the thing is that I I just um, wonder if there's some specific things that you can share to encourage people because if you think about it and I know you know what I'm talking about You know, when you're going through certain things, even if it's the after effects, physically, emotionally, sometimes mentally, you're just like, I cannot even see myself going out there and doing music and doing a tour or whatever it is that we're trying to do to be successful. So how can you address that so that the listeners can really feel encouraged and inspired that it is worth it even though sometimes it's not that easy
1: yeah um well for me it's just been a you know i think a lot of times you'll get a well we all know that sometimes when you finish treatment that you know you just kind of left to go venture out on your own and pick up the pieces and you know if you're not what you're not given a plan or a diet or an mm-hmm. exercise routine or anything like that and then to make it worse some doctors or, well, you know, you know, you're weaker now, you're always going to be like this, or you're, you know, they give you the negative side of things. So you, Mentally, a lot of people take that, like, the end-all, you know, be-all for how, they, how they're how they going to feel in the future, and they're like, mm-hmm. well, the doctor said that I'm going to feel bad, so, mm-hmm. you know, they it kind of creates a self-fulfilling privacy, and they sit on their butts and they end up feeling bad, and mm-hmm. they don't know where to start. But with me, it's been a, um, I just kind of ha- haven't, you know, accepted that,
0: well, Ryan, you're
1: going to, you know, have a weak immune system your whole life and you're going to feel like this and feel like that. I just, I just, you know, didn't settle for it. And I've um, worked my hardest just to do what I know to do to Mm -hmm. feel better. For me, that's been, you know, eating as good as I can and and working out, of course, and, you know, taking my vitamins and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, you do have to be strong with it at first because when you first start doing it, yeah, it might wear on you. You might not feel great, but eventually your body does get used to it and toughen up to it. So, me, I believe in the whole physical side of it, you know, uh, being consistent with exercise and that kind of thing, which also helps mentally. It helps your your emotional state and um, how you think.
0: Right, that totally makes sense. And in that... I think there's a lot of value to what you shared earlier, and that is your faith life. And how does that fit into how you feel about where your life is going and how you get through each day? For me,
1: it's just kind of one of those things that when you really start laying out all the things that one person has to worry about and try to figure out what they're going to do with this and that and how this thing's going to work out in the end, it really just gets overwhelming and... um, it's really just too much for one person to manage. Mm-hmm. So you kind of just have to, you know, pray about it and then just let it go and just believe that it's going to be taken care of. And, um, you know, that's really all you can do.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's, um, that's very true. I mean, there's so many things that we can't control and that we can't do anything about. So I think your message is so clear. On the one hand, you're trying to do the things that you can do to feel better and to stay as healthy as possible. And on the other hand, there's things that you know you have no control over, so you take that and use your faith life and your prayer life, if you will, to rely on that hope.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So
0: what do you hope to have happen for the future with your music, um, with your personal life, with your health? What are your hopes and dreams at this point?
1: Well, with my music, um, I obviously want to uh, make a career out of it um, to keep going, you know, where I'm going with uh, getting stuff Get my songs licensed and, um, you know, maybe get a publishing deal or a record deal, that kind of thing. Um, and, you know, I've had some luck with it, but I, I would like to, um, just for it to grow. So yeah. And then, you know, with my health, I just want to continue to be healthy and get stronger.
0: Mhm. And do you often worry about, you know, another diagnosis coming that would change things for you again? Or how do you feel about that as far as, um, you know, the amount of
1: time you've been in remission so far. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, I feel normal and, um, you know, for the most part, normal for me anyway.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but, yeah, I mean, sometimes I do, but a lot of times, I mean, I, I don't because I've, I mean, it, for one thing, it's been 12 years, and then another thing, I just, I don't know if it's just stupid me or what whatever, but I, I just don't, or maybe it's that I've dealt with it my whole entire life, so I don't, you know, a lot of times it just Will not get to me. So. Mm-hmm. But if it's a new kind of health problem, those are the ones that are usually scare me. But if it, you know, if it's Hodgkins, I'm like, oh, it's Hodgkins again.
0: Mm-hmm. Not that
1: it's, you know, some easy disease, but I'm, at least I'm familiar with it.
0: That makes sense, definitely. And so, you know, you're kind of know what you have to face with that, and you're just hoping that other things don't come up along the way.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's why, you know, the whole proactive approach to your health. You know, don't wait to you have, you know. Heart problems, you know, go ahead and start doing your cardio and maintaining your weight and eating right, and that way you'll at least cut your chances of having a heart problem. Mm -hmm. So that's Mm -hmm. how I've tried to be lately. And it's taken me a lot of work to overcome some of the effects of, uh, you know, for example, radiation and Mm -hmm. um, asthma and that kind of thing. But especially on the front end, um, as far as, you know, getting in shape, it was just, it killed me and it wore me out. But Every time I push myself, you know, it makes me a little stronger. So
0: mm-hmm. That makes sense, and that's good advice to people to hang in there and keep working towards those goals because you can feel at least somewhat better if you stay consistent. Yeah, yeah. Now, at the end of the show, I'm going to share a clip from your song, Give It Up, and so do you want to talk to the listeners about how that same song came about and what it's about?
1: Uh, yeah, that was actually, and it, it ties into what we were just talking about with, um, you know, as far as just something, well, a lot of things being out of your hands and, you know, and in, in, in your life, there's a lot of things that you just can't manage by yourself. And um, another tie into that song, something I wrote about is, you know, when you get caught up in sin, you know, sometimes you feel like you're not worthy of uh, being forgiven. Uh, or you know, if you make these mistakes over and over and over, and you're like, when is, you know, when am I, when is God gonna eventually say, I'm done with this person? But mm-hmm. you know, he's not, and that that's yeah. actually my first Christian song, and that's what that song's about, mm-hmm. and just about you know, just like we were saying earlier, you just kind of have to. Pray about it and trust that it's going to be taken care of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, it was definitely um, a great song, and I love the words and everything that you said in there. It holds a lot of truth. So how is it that people can reach you if they want to purchase your music or um, find out more about what you're doing?
1: Well, they can go to ryanhamner.com, and that's not hammer, that's hamner, hamne um, com. Um, it will have a link on there to my Hear the Heart tour. Uh, there will also be a link to my store. You know, show you a number of different ways to buy my music. Um, I'm on iTunes. Um, I'm on Amazon. I'm on CD Baby, Rhapsody. Pretty much anywhere you can buy music, you know, you can find my music. Mm-hmm. I always prefer CD because it just, you know, they're just they a favorite of mine. But um, they can get my music anywhere, pretty much, and um, they can actually email me directly through the website.
0: Well, Ryan, thank you so much for sharing um, your story and for encouraging and inspiring many people, not just through the interview today, but through your music and the tour and all the things that you've done to show the world, so to speak, that you can get over your circumstances, you can have your dreams come true, and there's certainly hope for a better future for many of us. And I just uh, wish you the best with your health and your music and everything else that you decide to pursue.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me on.
2: I have fallen again Into a sea where I cannot swim do you hear me calling To you How many times do you see you through I'm turning to These words You have spoken There's nothing I can do Cause I'm so Broken So I give it up To you Cause I know the one thing you want me to do Give it up from my knees There's no saving myself It's only you saving me Back on my feet again You walk with me, you are my friend Now I see through new eyes You're the only one that'll never say goodbye I'm turning to these words you have spoken There's nothing I must do Cause once you were broken So I give it up To you Cause I know It's the one thing You want me to do Get up From my knees There's no Saving myself It's only You saving me In this world you don't want to Fight alone In this world you don't want to cry alone now you never have to be alone So I give it up to you Cause I know it's the one thing you want me to do Get it up from my knees There's no saving myself It's only you saving me save me save me save